thank you for the atmosphere that is already created for you. Sweet Holy Spirit, just move. Glorify Jesus. Let the kingdom of God be established in our lives. Thank you for the victory of last week. We thank you for the victory that is treating us this week. The peace that we are, we are experiencing already. We appreciate you, God Father, for great things you will do for us. Lord, we have come to present ourselves before you and to identify with your work in this house. Lord, with our lives and with our substance. We are asking in the name of Jesus that the Spirit of God will move in our hearts and you will help us to do that which will enhance our today and speak for our tomorrow. Thank you because you have done so. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Let your amen show that you are a child of God. Once again, we celebrate with a number of our brethren that celebrated their birthday last week. Some of you, because of certain things around me, I couldn't reach out to you. But we celebrate you. Some of you I reached out. Uh, but one or two of you, I missed uh, Brother David Ekong's birthday. The Lord bless you and increase you on every side in the mighty name of Jesus. You will be everything God wants you to be in Jesus' name. And um, this week particularly, uh, tomorrow is just birthday, you know, so, and uh, tomorrow also uh, is Dickin Sunday Agusa's birthday. You know, the next day is Dickin Shegu Gushetan's birthday. They were just lining like that. On the 14th is Valentine Otoidi's birthday. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, Victory Guamacas. Is it Victory? Oh, the son, yeah. Okay. So they, you know, uh, you know, his birthday. There is Henry Akintomide's birthday. S several of them who are February 14. Lovers people. <laughs> Praise God. We celebrate all of you in advance in the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord will keep you for us. Your testimonies will increase more and more in the name of Jesus. Every page of the book of God concerning you, you shall fulfill them in the mighty name of Jesus. Nothing good will die in your hands. The Lord will take you higher and higher. You'll become greater and greater in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The enemy will never rejoice over you in the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody shout hallelujah. Oh, there are still some people who Benga Fasunlo is 13th. Okay, Adeni Adeboe guy is 14th. Ah, I didn't know he's a, I didn't know he's a lover boy. No wonder, no wonder Bolanle could not say no. <laughs> Praise God. Alright, we, we thank God for all of you. Glory to God. Put your hands together for all our birthday celebrants for this week. All of them for this week. Uh, we will still have a present on Tuesday to celebrate a few others, uh, whose birthday will still be within the week. Praise the name of the Lord. Are you ready for God's word? 
Oh, Jesus. I, I feel like I should just be singing and singing and singing. And just be celebrating what God did. This message I'm preaching to you is plus. Glory to God. And I mean it by every sense of it. You know, I will not stand here and scare you. But we were almost there. Amen. <laughs> we thank God. So preaching to you is a plus. This morning. Glory to God. So don't mind my wife when you see her that the Holy Spirit is carrying her everywhere. She knows it's good to do. <laughs> right. Today I'm speaking to you on how to make life work for you. How to make life work for you. How to make life work for you. And I dare say life will work for you. I wish you can say louder amen. Amen. Life will work for us. In 1 Kings chapter 17. Of course you know that today is our seed sowing service. In our church here, we don't manipulate people. We don't put people under pressure. But when there are needs, we encourage people to connect to God. And we will tell you what is needed and we expect you as a child of God to rise up and meet the need of your father. By the way, why do we give to God? We give to God because God gave us his best. So giving to God as a child of God shouldn't be a big issue. There is nothing you are giving to God that he hasn't given you the better ones. So we give to him because he has given us his best. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And because he gave us Jesus, what else can we not give to us? Romans 8 verse 32 says that clearly to us. If he has he who gave us his son freely, how can he not also by him give unto us all things freely by himself? All things. Praise the name of the Lord. Why do we give to God? We give to him because we considered him faithful. We have proved him faithful in our lives. As the reason why we give to him. So we are not, it's not a big, it's not a big deal for us to give to him that is faithful to keep and to honor his covenant over us. Why do we give to him? Because we know that giving is a seed we sow to get a future harvest. Give and it shall be given. So we are not giving to lose. Praise God. A deaconess was sharing with us yesterday in the course of prayer. Remember the song of Ebenezer Obey? She said, So when you give to God, you are not giving to waste. You are giving as an investment that will come back to you beyond the level of the seed you are sowing. So that's why Every opportunity to sow a seed is an opportunity to write 
your future ticket. Are you listening to me now? Let's read God's word. First Kings chapter 17. First Kings chapter 17. Reading from verse number 8 to verse number 16. And the word of the Lord came unto him, that is Elijah, saying, Arise, get thee to Sarifat, which belonged to Sidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a what? A widow woman. Somebody say a widow woman. If you have Bible with you, if it's not on your phone, on your tablet, I don't know whether you can underline, I don't know what you do there. Help me to underline that a widow woman, if it's not underlined in your place. A widow woman. A widow woman. I'll come back to there. Listen. Said, I have commanded a widow woman there to do what? To sustain thee. Right? So, he arose and went to Sarifat. And when he came to the gate of the city, somebody said the gate of the city. Mm. So, behold, what now? I'm not hearing you. What did you see there? Come on. Behold what? Huh? I don't know the Bible you are carrying. But the one I'm having and I'm seeing here. He said, behold what? The widow. The widow woman. The first one you underlined was what? A widow woman. A widow woman. But this one. The widow woman. Specific. The widow woman. <laughs> I'm coming there. Was there a gathering of sticks? And he called to her and said, Fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel, that I may what? I may drink. And as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, Bring me, I pray thee, a muscle of bread in your hand. And she said, As the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake. But a handful of meal in a barrel and a little oil in a crease. And behold, I am gathering two sticks that I may go in and dress it for me and my son. For how many people? Two people. For me and my son. That we may what? We may what? Brother Peshonaiki, that we may what? Uh-huh. Uh, because this is your glass. It's, uh, <laughs> praise God. And Elijah said unto her, Fear not. Go and do as thou hast said. But. Somebody say but. but. Say one more time. But. Say louder. But. Make me thereof a little cake. When? First, first, priority, first, and bring it unto me. And after, make for thee and for thy son. For thus saith the Lord God of Israel, 
The barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the crews of oil fail, until the day that the Lord sendeth rain upon the earth. Everybody, let's read verse 15 and 16 together. And she went and did according to the saying of Elijah, and she and he and her house did eat many days. Verse 16, and the barrel of meal wasted not, neither did the cruise of oil fail, according to the word of the Lord, which is spake by Elijah. You don't give to God and go down. You don't give to God and do what? Go down, no. Every time God invites us to giving, He is preparing us for a greater harvest. And let me also say to you that giving is not by compulsion. That's why I said as a church, it is not in our character to manipulate people, to pressurize people, but we will rather challenge you scripturally and evidentially so that you can do what is needful and allow God to do for you what you cannot do for yourself. In the text that we read above, there are three personalities involved in that text. Two, three people are involved. Do you remember? Can you see them? Number one is what? Huh? Okay. Number two is what? Number three is who? It's God. Actually, you will have started with God. Because the first statement you see is that God said. There is God, there is Elijah, and there is a widow woman. Three. They were at the center of this story. God, somebody say God. Elijah. Elijah represents the prophet of God. Alright? And then the widow woman, or a widow woman. Why I pointed your attention to a widow woman and the widow woman is very key. A widow woman can be anybody. It suggests to you that there are more widows in that city. But when Elijah entered and got to that city gate, who she met was not a widow woman. Who he met was the specific widow woman to whom God is sending him to. And whose heart God has prepared. So there is a divine partnership. You will not miss your, your prophet. Let me say also to us, because I'm going to run as fast as I can. 
our lives are in the hands of God. And this life in the hand of God is in the hands of God a work in progress. You don't have a total understanding of what your life is. But he knows. The reality of it is that to make life work better for you will only happen when that life aligns correctly with God and his purpose. When you align your life correctly with him. That's why I pointed your attention to the three personalities that are involved here. Don't remove God from the equation of your life. Else you get grounded. There is God who understands the situation and circumstance of the land. There was famine in the land. There was recession in the land. There was trouble in the land. There were ins- you know, there were insufficiency in the land. There was scarcity in the land. The land was not at its best element. Everything about the woman has gone so down. And heaven was thinking about bailing her out of trouble. When Elijah eventually got the commandment to go, I like you to understand that two of them, two people were commanded by God at the same time. God commanded Elijah, go to Sarephat, to a widow woman there. I have commanded her. This is the year of her what? Is that correct? So the one who commands blessing is a commander. Say, I have commanded her to sustain you there. That means Elijah was receiving a message that God has spoken to the woman first. So if the woman did not respond, it is not because God is unfaithful. It is because she didn't align with God and the purpose of God. And there are quite a lot of Christians that that is where we have our trouble. Not because we didn't hear God. Not because we didn't have the witness of the Holy Ghost in us. But when it came to the time of action, we consider other matters and we fail. And it looks like God, where are you? I have commanded. So what she does with the commandment is all about her. To make life work for her has to do with what she does or she didn't do with that commandment. Several weeks ago, God told us about this seed sowing service. And why are we doing the seed sowing service? One, because of our building project that is ongoing. That's the first thing that we are doing it for. Number two, we are doing it because to strengthen a few of our brethren that are in, that are in places that have challenges in the, in the north central. Boko, 
we sent a, a few stuff to them. We're still packaging a few, and we encourage that after this. Not only are we going to give them clothing and materials like that, we intend to give them some cash that will identify further with them. Glory to God. Particularly for those two reasons, we are doing this. Glory to God. Are you with me? When God places a demand on us, it is never to break us. It is not to inflict pains on us. But rather, it is all because of his pre-planned future. Somebody say pre-planned future. For us. The best time that we know about ourselves is today. In fact, it's not even today, it's now. What happens to you and I in the next one hour is only by faith. We just believe that it will be well. But he is the one that has traveled your eternity. The entire picture is in his hand. Am I talking to anybody this morning? So he unveils his part time into our hearts. So when he challenges us or places a demand on us over anything, it is because of that. When he challenged Abraham to get out of his father's land, it was not to make him uncomfortable. It is because he has a better future ahead of him. When he told him to go sow, to go and, to go and um, you know, lay Isaac, offer Isaac for him as a burnt offering, it was not because he was a cannibal. It was because he had a future in mind. And this future, people in the flesh don't travel with him. It has to be people who are in the spirit. Praise the name of the Lord. I'd like you, ladies and gentlemen, to understand that for you, understanding the place of divine linkage. Somebody say divine linkage. Say it one more time. Or, if you like, divine partnership. Is very key to your welfare. And to your sustenance, especially in difficult times. Your ability to understand divine linkages. How God links things up. And divine partnership. How he creates that partnership. Is very important to your welfare. Is very key. Very key. To your sustenance in difficult times. Just as I told you, as soon as Elijah got to the city gate, the Spirit of God impressed it upon him. That is the widow woman I'm talking to you about. I also want to believe that that widow woman herself knew this is that prophet God spoke to me about. Now the controversy now began. Praise God. I said, what happened? The controversy started. Elijah himself looked at the woman and said, they How can this one sustain me? This one that cannot even help herself. 
Everything he looks at the woman was like, Ay, God, you can be funny. Oh. Gardening sticks. Sticks, last one. Hi. Say, God, are you the one? I say, yeah. So, in his pitiable condition, I'm talking about the way he was ap- as addressing the woman. Say, so what did he do? Elijah tried to reduce, at least to feel like a good man of God. Say, Mama, he said, Yes, say, can you please give me a little water to drink? The woman didn't blink an eye. He said, Yes, sir. I will go. I perceive as he was going, God said, Who is water? Declare what I wanted to say to you. You know, as a pastor, sometimes there are things that when you challenge people to give, sometimes even yourself, you want to say, Don't bother to give. I know your condition. And many pastors have killed people that way. Killed people. And he said, I'm sorry, please come back. Say, what other things? I'm going for the water. He said, no, not water alone. As you are coming, make a little cake also for me. Oh, no, 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 no. Now here, don't forget, God has commanded her to do what? To sustain, is that not what? She knew that water will sustain this man of God. But at the level of convenience, water was okay. For the man of God who didn't want to trouble her, water was a midway. But both of them will have become seriously disobedient if it has remained at the level of water. Sir, as your God in heaven can see, I don't have any cake. These sticks that I am gathering, These little sticks, I am gathering it to go and prepare a little, 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 little. Somebody say little, little. Arrangements. And the whole essence here, this is that I will prepare it for me and my son. Are you listening to me? Me and my son. But. Verse 9 said, God has commanded her to do what? To sustain Elijah. So where was Elijah in that equation? Are you listening to me? How to make life work for you? The number one thing God destroys is selfishness. Self-centeredness. Me and me and me and I and myself. God uprooted it first. God said, yes, that is the reason I am talking about this. Elijah said, yes, 
the spirit of God, I believe, and the anointing of God came upon the man. Say, I will do what God said. Say, yes, what you have said is correct. Exactly these things. Go and, as you are gathering, go and do it. But, bring mine first. Bring mine first. If you obey it, I prophesy over you that the trees will not fail. The flower will not be exhausted until this situation pass. Now, even at that, the entire gamut of what happens to our life thereafter and our future still depends on God. Huh? What happens to the woman? Does it depend on God now? Does it depend on Elijah? I beg to disagree with you. Everything is still in our hand. Including even after the prophecy. What makes the prophecy work is not the prophecy in itself. It is the actionable work that follows the prophecy. If there is no action that backs the prophecy up, the prophecy will return to the man of God and the prophet void. She stepped out in faith. So, there were four things as I round up now. That helped that woman. Number one is that she had a relationship with God. Because if she didn't have a relationship with God, God would not have spoken to her and commanded her. So don't just give when you have no relationship with God. There is no, there is no need for that. The first thing we expect of you is to get born again. Your soul is more important to us than your money. The seed of your life first. That's the first thing that we, we expect this morning. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. John chapter 3 verse 2. He can't. So the woman had a relationship with God. So I encourage you this morning, please, build a relationship with God. That way, life will work for you. And work for you better. The second thing that happened to this woman is that she had the revelation of the prophet. She knew the prophet. Yes, she was struggling. But she knew. She recognized that this was the prophet. It's very important in life that you recognize who your God-given prophet is. Your pastor is designed to be your prophet. John chapter 1 verse number 6. The Bible said there was a man sent by God. His name was John. Sent by God. Make up your mind and understand it that my pastor is sent by God to my life. That's how to make life work for you. Your pastor is not just a preacher. Your pastor is not just a teacher of the word of God like a classroom teacher that earns his salary. Is called by God to you. Called by God to you. That's why 
you don't go down when you have a man of God that stands by you that you yourself respect and you honor Jesus the mother of Jesus I mean sorry Mary the mother of Jesus told the disciples in John chapter 2 verse 5 he said you see this guy whatsoever he tells you to do don't that's the way to live number three thing quickly that I want to of course 2nd Kings chapter 4 verse 9 still on the second matter the Bible said the woman of Samaria that woman of Shunem told her husband he said I perceive this man this man of God that passed by us continually is a holy man of God from that day our situation changed she recognized her prophet number three thing that happened to the widow of Sarifat was that she looked away from her circumstance she looked away from her circumstances please learn to look away from your circumstances oh what I have is 10,000 naira Every you know in fact lie at Lorum one thousand Ramoni. Who told you that one? Your life is bigger than the size of your pocket. No, you didn't hear me. I said your life is what? It's bigger than the size of your pocket. Your the size of your pocket now is maybe your reality. But the truth of the matter is that you are bigger than the size of your pocket. That's why you see that. She looked away from her problem. She looked away from her circumstance. And the fourth thing she did was to step into faith. What man of God is saying does not look reasonable. But I will do it. Oh, it will bring pains to me. But I will do it. God said it. I believe it. So it is settled. That is what faith is. God said it. Can you say that to me? Say God said it. I believed it. And that settles it. That's how to work with God. God has spoken. He commanded me to do it. I believe it. And I will do it. Then I will leave the rest to God. And watch. It's my prayer that this morning... May you gain this understanding. May you walk in wisdom. May you function in understanding. May the large heart that God has delivered to you produce for you. Your future will not be destabilized. I said to not be destabilized. So we are calling on you this morning. First and foremost for you to give your heart to Christ in case you have not done so. Because the end story of this woman is that while every other person was living a confused life in the city, she was enjoying the grace of God. Everything was working for her. People in the environment cannot know why there is always a party in her house every day. How come everybody was going down and she was going up? They didn't know that she had learned how to make life work for her. It's not by studying banking and finance or accounting in Harvard. It is by doing the right thing. Faith life is the real life. Can I hear you say that to me? Faith life is the real life. So that, that's the way it works. Praise the name of the Lord. Can you be all standing this morning? Did you get anything this morning?
That's the way it works. Very simple. You can walk away from every trouble. Walk away from recession. You can walk away from calamity. Just by simply stepping into what we have just said. Have a relationship with God. Connect properly with your pastor. Connect properly with your pastor. If you can pastor yourself and God wants to pastor yourself, he won't give you a pastor. Connect properly with your pastor or with your prophet. Number three, learn to look away from your circumstances. Look away from it. There are seeds that we sow. That's what the Bible means that he that goes about, you know, sowing seed with tears shall nevertheless return. There is a returning time for your life. I said there is a returning time for you. You will return. And when you are returning, you are returning very big. You are returning very great. You are returning very promising. You are returning very wealthy. In the mighty name of Jesus. The issue is first, I'd like you to close your eyes and tell the Lord, if you are here today, you are not born again. Just tell the Lord, I'm giving my life to you. That's the best gift to give to God this morning. The gift of your heart. The gift of your heart. The gift of your heart. If you are here today, you're already born again. Why don't you ask the Lord to strengthen you in your faith? Strengthen your faith life. Strengthen your faith life. Open your mouth and talk to God in Jesus' name. I don't know what God has put in your heart to assist this great work with now. That's the second thing we are doing. But first, I want to talk to God that God will preserve you. God will keep you. God will keep you in the faith. God will keep you strong. You will not live from the presence. You will not leave the presence of God. Every day, this presence of God shall be strong in your heart. Is, do I have people that are praying in this house at all? Because your mouth looks very short. You are here today. You are not born again. This is the time for you to tell Jesus. Sofu Jesu, Oluwa, Come into my heart and be my Lord and be my Savior. Be my Lord, be my Savior. Be my Lord, be my Savior from today. Forgive all my sins. Write my name in your book of life. Grant me grace to stand for you. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for every heart that is here. Lord, we release our hearts to you. Lord Jesus, occupy our hearts. Change the nature of, of flesh. Nature of man. Adamic nature. Take it away from us in the name of Jesus. Put in us your very nature. Put in us the nature of the kingdom of God. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Establish righteousness in our hearts. And help us to move forward in our relationship with you. Thank you Lord that when you speak we will hear. And Lord as we hear you oh God you will give us power to obey you. As we cling on to your word. Thank you because our future shall be sure in the name of Jesus. Thank you eternal king. In Jesus mighty name we pray. Now while you are standing there. 
Some forms will be given to you. Now let me say to you that you are not under obligation to do anything beyond what you want to do. But we are looking for people that will partner with us concerning this building and partner with God and sow a seed for this building which we want to commence this week. Already we, st- we stopped a few weeks ago. What we need to do is to do the plastering now and f- begin to work on 